0: The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra.
2: Today I'm
3: here to express
2: my profound gratitude to the dedicated service members who will soon be on the front lines of this fight.
0: President Trump at Naval Station Norfolk this afternoon to see off the next line of defense in the coronavirus battle.
2: In a few moments, the crew of the Navy hospital ship USNS Comfort, which is really something, will embark for New York City, where they will join the ranks of tens of thousands of amazing doctors, nurses, and medical professionals who are battling to save American lives.
0: Mr. Trump called the 1,000-bed hospital ship a symbol of hope and solidarity to the people of New York. It's expected to dock in Manhattan Monday. The Comfort's sister ship, Mercy, docked in Los Angeles yesterday. This is SRN News. Larry Elder explains our health care system.
1: Our health care system,
3: which is 50% government, we don't have a free health care system either because government pays 50% of the healthcare care bill, which is why our health system is so inefficient. That's right. If government were not involved, our system would be much, much better. Which healthcare system do you think is going to be able to better deal with the coronavirus? Ours or
1: a health care for all system like the kind they have in Great Britain or the kind they have in Italy?
0: The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: Hour two of your Northern Alliance Radio Network
3: headliner, Mitch Berg, is coming up next. He's going to keep you informed and so is am to thepatriotcom when it comes to the latest updates surrounding COVID-19. Find answers at am
2: thepatriotcom when you click COVID-19 updates and resources. Here's your Twin
3: Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Rain likely and rain with a breeze also coming. A high of 47 tonight. Rain and snow with a good breeze and a low of 34 and that
2: snow is going to lead into Sunday morning.
0: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's
2: great to be back in Minnesota today.
0: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline
2: act,
3: Mitch
4: Bird.
2: Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Social Distance Edition, Chapter One: Broadcasting from home for the first time in my entire radio career. I broadcast from a from a plethora of unusual places. Everything from hog barns to the Minnesota, Minneapolis Convention Center to the Republican National Convention to the beach at Lake Phelan. But today is a first: broadcasting from my little old house in Saint Paul. Uh, I'm I'm here because the station is taking social distancing seriously. And because no sense exposing everyone to, uh, to to one sort of virus or another, and unlike the the clubby capital press corps, we are not considered essential workers. we're not part of the DFL club. Uh, you don't have to be a DFL to be part of the essential worker club. and with us today to discuss the legislative uh, goings on vis-a-vis uh, coronavirus and everything else going on, the essential senator dave osmick uh senator osmick uh how you doing motoring about the cities here good afternoon conservative and
1: quarantined infidels <laughs> uh, we live in very strange times and let me start out mitch by saying i am not dismissing this uh this pandemic i am not going to not making fun of it i will have comments on what i think works and does not work in minnesota Uh, But uh, I have received a number of emails and phone calls that we may get into that may entertain you. But first, let's talk about what this is. Right now, Minnesota, as of today, because the legislature gets an update every day, we now have 441 diagnosed cases, which is up 44 from yesterday. Um, A total of 57 people have gone into the hospital. Uh, five are dead. That's very unfortunate. All five of them are above age 70 with underlying health conditions. Uh, There are only 30 now in the hospital as a result, so there have been 17 people that have recovered and went home. So those are the statistics, and I know that our friends in the media love to continue to scare everyone. Um, It is something to take seriously, but it is also something that is not you're not, you 're not you can talk to your neighbor six feet away from you, you can talk to your friends. you can still go move about and go to the grocery store but let 's be very careful on what we do to this economy because the uh, ounce of prevention we may be taking uh, may not be a pound of cure when we see it at the end of the tunnel
2: so let 's talk about governor waltz 's actions over this past week now, uh, two weeks ago, a week ago this past Monday. He ordered the closing of bars and restaurants, and the and the strict. Well, I should say, serious restrictions on a whole lot of commercial and, and public life. Uh, also, clamping down on larger groups of people and asking for the uh, canceling of large events. Uh, this past week, he ratcheted it up a notch. I mean, the whole uh, the whole, essentially shutting down a good chunk of the state economy, with the exception of a couple sectors of the economy, and essentially uh, calling for a, I think what people would call a soft shelter-in-place order. Uh, now, this is all executive action. What is the point of view of the uh, legislative uh, opposition on, on, on the governor's actions this past week?
1: Well, there's a couple points to be made. First, Mitch, um, the governor's office needs to realize that Tim Walz is not the only person in Minnesota that has been elected to serve the people of Minnesota. Uh, he needs to communicate with the legislature, the House and the Senate. When he released the first order, which was shutting down restaurants which uh, and bars, which I didn't necessarily believe was a good thing to do. I think bars and restaurants certainly could have self-imposed six-foot limits between tables. They could have done a number of different actions that would have avoided this. Uh, they, I, I think it was may not have been completely necessary, but I'll give them a pass on the first one. But he did not inform any legislative person, he did not, of course, I refer, I tend to refer to the Senate Republican majority. He did not notify us one syllable before he was going to take this action. He has every right to take the action, but he needs to work with the legislature, not as an imperial uh, master of Minnesota. And then the second one, of course, was the stay in place order. And we found out once again that his order was released to everyone except for the legislature. We were the last people to know to actually receive the order. Governor Walls, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, you mm-hmm. need to act as a uh, as a uh, uh, party that is involved with all of us, not just a few. Heck, there were people in Ma- in Mankato that knew about the shelter order before the legislature did. So
2: I, I seem to uh, recall Governor Walls, Governor Walls needs
1: to work with us, not against us.
2: I seem to recall a lot of Democrats being very upset when President Trump killed an austere religious scholar without telling Congress. It's kind of interesting how the worm has, has turned. So so what obviously the, the executive branch gets a certain amount of emergency power that's why we have an executive uh it, that's why any any free country has an executive branch to to deal with emergencies and threats to order but what can first of all let's start with the, the possible what can the legislature do uh about about the the draconian nature of these orders should should they be inclined to do so well,
1: first is emergency authority only lasts for 30 days. That's the first thing, because after 30 days, then the legislature becomes becomes involved by statute. Second, um, the spending of money cannot be done without the legislature approving it. Now, we have approved two measures. Uh, we approved one to make sure our hospitals were prepared. And by the way, they are uh, the hospital that is one block to north of the Senate Office Building, Bethesda, has been converted into a COVID-only facility, where it has uh, it has almost I think it's over almost a hundred beds, including over half of them are ICU-type beds, so that if people need that level of care, it's there in a single setting. We are not infecting people throughout an entire hospital. So, was that the right thing to do? You're darn right it was. And you live over by Midway Hospital, I know, Mitch. That hospital is mothballed. That can be reopened and created and available if we need it. So we passed that money. And then on Thursday, in the strangest session on the in the history of this state, we passed additional funding measures because it was the right thing to do. We may have some people that disagree with that, but I will tell you, I'm getting very nervous on how much money we are spending Uh, And we have to be very careful because we are staring a deficit next November in the face. It's coming. And if we're not careful, we're going to get slammed in the face with a big problem come November of this year.
2: Now, as you're well aware, Senator Osmek, one of the mantras by which the modern Democratic Party operates. And by the way, I say this with all due respect to Governor Walz, who I think has taken many of the right actions and, and deserves some support from people just for being the governor of Minnesota. We'll come back to that in a moment here. But um, you, you're facing a Minnesota State House that's dominated by uh, a DFL that is run by Melissa Hortman and most inauspiciously, Ryan Winkler. I, I don't know about you, Senator Osmeck, but I'm looking at the political shenanigans and the crisis non-wasting that has to follow on those two facts and thinking this is going to be a great time to be a talk show host, but perhaps not a great time to be a Minnesota voter or taxpayer or perhaps dissident legislator. Uh, what, uh, what What's your point of view on, on looking at, at what is going to, inevitably, after 30 days of emergency powers, devolve into a political battle between the GOP and the Winkler-Hortman faction of the DFL?
1: Well, I'll tell you right now, Mitch, the only people that are standing in the way of actually uh, Crazy spending and crazy rules is the Senate majority here in Minnesota. Um, we have seen at the at the at the federal level that has been already shown by Nancy Pelosi putting in money into an emergency spending funds to help out in an opera house and putting in all kinds of voting measures and putting in cafe standards for jet airplanes into an emergency spending bill to keep this keep our economy afloat so that it can recover. Uh, In Minnesota, we have to be vigilant for that, too. And, oh, by the way, Mitch, if the Senate Republicans here in Minnesota had pulled a stunt like Nancy Pelosi did, oh, let's say we tucked in uh, voter ID into the emergency spending bill we passed on Thursday, do you think Esme Murphy might have said something about that? I think so. We're not going to pull that stunt in Minnesota, but we're also going to be watching what kind of things fly in out of nowhere from the House here in Minnesota that at, that should not jump into a bill that's for emergency spending here.
2: So since we are heading toward an election here just in about uh, less than eight, a little over seven short months here, uh, and given that we are facing a Minnesota House led by <laughs> Ryan Winkler, what sort of crazy stuff do you think we can expect from this particularly extreme DFL House?
1: Well, right now, we're not so certain what kind of stunts they want to pull. Um, I know that my counterpart in the energy area would love to spend spend all kinds of money on studies and grants to universities and grants to you for all kinds of uh, clean energy things. I'm sorry, we're going to have to be very careful on what we spend money on. Uh, pol- as policy goes, we're not yeah, you know, we're in uncharted territory. The legislature has never seen this type an event of event come up. I think we're, you know, it's going to take us some time to get committees back to a functional level. I hope someplace in April so that we can move through actual important legislation and, and avoid the the garbage. Um, I think we're we're going to be very vigilant in the Senate to make sure that we don't do stupid stuff like the phone calls and emails that i've gotten that are highly political and maybe we talk about that when we come back
2: yeah let's absolutely do that uh so and we got about a minute left senator osmek what's it like trying to run a legislative session uh basically under quarantine and we've been hearing some about some activities that quite frankly would seem to flout public meeting laws going on uh how about the day-to-day business you got about a minute
1: It doesn't. We don't have a lot of business going on. We have sent our staff home. Staff is working remotely. I'm having my legislator, my legislative assistant, you know, make sure we stay in contact. We receive emails and phone calls. I was in the office monday tuesday wednesday and thursday of this week i will continue to go in but i'm not going to have my staff there and i'll return phone calls and work with my city councils i think that's the biggest thing as legislators need to be listening to their city councils and their school boards on what they need and what they what they have to have to keep things going uh right now in the short term that's the first thing we need to do and then see what we can do to get back on our feet at the end of april
2: we're talking with Senator Dave Osmek, uh about the, the legislative response to COVID-19. Uh, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments, you can also join us on hashtag NarnShow or NarnShow at home on Twitter. Join us. We'll be right back.
0: Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM-1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide.
5: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Limu, and Doug.
0: Lemu, when we're not telling people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what
4: you need, I've actually been moonlighting as a DJ. What? Check it! Uh, Here's the good part! Liberty, 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 liberty. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. Master Pool & Spa, Master Pool & Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool & Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool & Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool & Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952 253 That's 952-253-0665.
5: Hi, this is Dennis Prager. There are over 400 programs in the Prager store, and now by becoming a Pragertopia Unlimited member, you can listen to every program in the store. Courses, lectures, show segments, even my Torah teachings. Almost everything I've ever recorded over the last 20 years, over a thousand hours of program. Of course, Pragertopia Unlimited members get every radio show since 2009 as well. All commercial free on demand. Wow. No, this is a big deal. This is truly a big deal, if I'm allowed to say that about my own work. For a limited time, it's only $119 for an entire year to join PragerTopia Unlimited. Get to listen to every show in the Prager store, every lecture I've given, every course. And you'll get a coupon for 50% off the Rational Bible, Genesis, which is autographed. I put my life into these works. They're meant to change your life, open up your mind, and they make a spectacular gift. Go to PragerTopia.com and sign up. PragerTopia.com. Utopia Unlimited.
3: Smoke turkey pulled in tender, sauce to delight. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBBQ.com. Get that Rack Shack attack.
4: Rack Oh yeah.
2: AM 128, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call if you care to join us. By the way, if you hear a sponsor on this station, especially now, please uh, patronize them to the best of your ability. They're, they're they're putting up. They're they're feeding the kitty here at the station. Uh, they need the income too. The, the economy needs to support people until uh, the recovery happens. And by the way, uh, anyone who gets through business wise till the end of this emergency, the economy is going to explode. Uh, but we got got to be open uh, to 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 participate in the prosperity. So keep the patriot sponsors alive and, and moving. We're talking with Senator Dave Osmek. And I want to go to the phones in just a moment here, but uh, Senator Osmek, one of the things that uh, that amused me this past week was a, a number of people, progressives that I know on social media, who've uh, back during the Bush and and uh, administration were the ones who were saying, you know, democracy is absolute, free speech is is vital, a uh, question authority. But as we headed towards the first of Governor Waltz's speeches, we had a number of these these question authority types saying, It makes me feel so good that, that Governor Waltz was both a, a teacher, someone who exercises absolute authority, and a sergeant in the National Guard. It's amazing how the worm turns with these people, isn't it, Senator? <laughs> Well, it's funny how
1: the shoe is when it's on a different foot has a different feel to it, doesn't it? Amazing, um, isn't
2: know, it? <laughs> I I will
1: not uh, I will not attack Governor Walls. I will say that do I support Governor Walls in getting us through this? Yes, I do. Just as uh, liberals, and you know who you are, need to begrudgingly say I support the president. Because I saw an email from a no, well-known gun-grabbing liberal out in St. Bonifacius that had nothing nothing to say except praise for walls and attack, attack the President of the United States. Uh, I have received emails from people saying, now is the time for Medicare for All. And I'm honestly scratching my head going, do you think Medicare for All would have changed one damn thing? no. And if if the president of the United States would have repelled borders as soon as this first started, we would have been hearing the ACLU and every other organization jumping up and down like rabbit squirrels, mad as hell that we were repelling borders and not letting flights come from China and all these other things. President Bush would have been oh, sorry, President Trump would have been described as the worst dictator in the world, except now that's what they really wanted. So it is a strange world we live in, Mitch.
2: It is indeed. Uh, let's go to the phones in Hopkins. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are alive and on the air with Senator Ozmaek. I'm alive. Yes, or maybe my wife say it's alive. No, keep she your fingers do that. crossed. <laughs> That's right. Go right <laughs> ahead. But um, yeah, you know, Dennis Baker made a good point this week. He said, "How many people that died of coronavirus, quote unquote? How many of them were given hydroxychloroquine and ZPAC? You know, we don't know that stat, you know, and people on the deathbed, the doctors go, I guess there's no hope. And then a friend calls the patient or gets that one guy who's about the guy from New York or whatever from Florida who it was, had to be his friend that told him about the uh, coronavirus cocktail that saved his life. And really? the doctors didn't administer it, didn't know about it. I mean, wh- why isn't I mean, that's a great stat, isn't it, to find out how many people died despite having the.
1: Um, hydroxychloroquine and the z pack That
2: would be interesting. So. And, and by the way, watching the media yeah. uh, try and blow up the so-called feud between Trump and uh, Dr. Fauci uh, into some sort of a controversy has just been laughable, Senator Osmec. Dr. Fauci is a doctor and epidemiologist. He has to have uh, exhibit caution when it comes to miracle cures. The president does not. He's neither. Uh, so so there, there, is there a middle ground between between uh, irrational optimism and absolute clinical correctness, clearly. The senator is a leader, the, the president, rather, is a leader, not a clinician. So I, I, I think that was yet another example of the media completely overstepping its role. Uh, senator Osmek, absolutely, uh, response? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the, 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 the president is not an epidemiologist. The president is not a scientist. But what the president can do is try to at least bring into play some calmness and some optimism towards the future. I mean, we saw that with President Reagan. We saw that with President Bush after nine eleven. Uh You know, they said some things that you could probably take out of context and call, you know, well, look what they called President. I remember what they used to call President Reagan. And it wasn't anything very kind at all. So, you know, one thing that we learned, that we have learned, though, here in Minnesota is that Uh, You know, the the governor of our state has been using uh, an epidemiologist from the University of Minnesota and modeling that says that if we hadn't done anything, it would have been 74,000 Minnesotans would have died from this. Now, I'd like to see that model. I actually did that as a profession. Um, I would like to see and I've asked for access to the people who have done the modeling that the governor used to shut down the state. It is not to make political hay, but it's to have a scrutiny that Republicans should be looking over the shoulder of Democrats, just as Democrats want to look over President President Trump's shoulder. We need to be vigilant and, and ask questions. And you know what? If the epidemiologies epidemiology uh, uh, models are good for the U of M, OK, fine, I'll say that. But we need to make sure that we do our jobs. That's why I'm saying, legislature, let's come back every week at least to make sure we're there to do what we need to do to keep this, keep our economy moving and keep moving. Uh, if we need to, more emergency money.
2: Uh, let's go to St. Paul, Mike. You're on the air with Senator Ozmek. You got about 30 seconds. Go right ahead.
1: Um, i I hope i 'm um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that walls is not list, or doesn 't seem to be always have an ear to, for a lot of other voices, but uh, donald trump expression of optimism I think is is good if uh, one of the things that people don 't realize or some people are only slowly realizing is that the use of masks those surgical masks if they 're available that's a
0: way you can socially distance and still and if, if you're in situations that are less than six
1: feet or something so people can get back to work if we have those supplies available and something like walls or somebody needs to start getting them to people that are in business etc so they can we can get back to somewhat normal fairly soon and and maybe it would be easter i don't know what the models would say but uh those are the voices that need to be be
2: heard out there your response senator osman thanks for your call uh, well
1: this is, this is one where I'm going to defend Governor Walls and um, he has pulled from the strategic stockpile that Minnesota has at uh, Fort, at Camp Ripley. He is bringing that uh, sanitizer, and there's more sanitizer being created in, of all places, our micro here in Minnesota. Um, yeah. I will defend him in this regard. Those need to go to our emergency workers and EMS folks first. Once we get that supply line and that supply chain fully functional, then I absolutely agree with you. Then that should be more made available in public. So he is doing the right thing in that case. Uh, I will praise when praise is necessary and criticize when criticism is necessary. Always will, always have.
2: 651 289 4488, the number to call if you have any questions or comments for Senator Osmek. So early, we got about that three minutes to go here, Senator. Uh, you, you mentioned that there's some. Excessively political responses that you've been getting uh, regarding re- regarding the goings on of this past couple of weeks. You you wanted to share some of that, as I recall. Uh, wh- what have you been hearing from from people around and about the state?
1: Well, it, it's very interesting that we want to make a you know, as as I think Rom Rombo Emmanuel used to say, "Never let a good crisis go to waste." And Democrats, <laughs> especially wildly liberal ones are taking advantage of the situation. I mean, one of them I had mentioned, before, mentioned briefly, uh, uh, Some one guy called me and left a message, didn't leave his name, didn't leave his phone number, didn't say who, where he lived, but Shocking. said, yeah, see, see you Republicans, this is why we need Medicare for All. And I got news for you, Medicare for All First is a system that will bankrupt the health system and, and create the worst system ever. We have a great healthcare system in, in the state of Minnesota and the country but this is this is not the time to be doing a- actions like that um...
2: It, it's, well, it's, And leaving it's, aside it's the fact that forget, forget calling this the Wuhan virus, who should be calling this the national health virus, because, of course, look at the places where it's ravaging people the hardest. Italy, Spain, France, uh, the U.K. is getting getting clobbered right now, whereas some of the countries in Europe and in the free fire zone, if you will, the, the, the hot zone that have at least some private health care, some free market forces involved, Japan, South Korea, Germany. They're faring relatively well. Forget calling it the China virus. This is the national healthcare virus, right?
1: And also, I mean, look where the hot zones are in, in the United States now. Seattle was one of the point places where the first virus people came, you know, came across from China. But right. uh, look, look what happened in, in uh, New Orleans. I mean, they held Mardi Gras. They didn't yes. have any. They had people drinking, sharing beers together, and look what they got now. Minnesota is not in that same position, folks. We're not going to have 74,000. We won't, mark my words, we won't even have 7,400 deaths. If we have 74, I'd be sort of surprised, but I bet you it's closer to 740. Um, We're doing a good job. We just don't need to, A, we don't need to panic, and B, when we get to Easter, we need to come back and start opening into this economy, because if we don't, the small business that are suffering right now will be permanently erased from and then we will have a very serious problem with our economy. Forget about the virus. We'll be caring about the economy uh, far more by that point in time.
2: Senator Osmick, we got more calls on the line. This topic seems to be taking off just a tad. Would you be able to stick with us for another segment here? Sure, I can hold on. Okay, we'll uh, we'll do another segment with Senator Dave Osmick, 651 651- Two eight we've got time to get you in under the wire here with any luck at all and uh you can join us right here you can also join us on hashtag narn show n-a-r-n show or if you prefer narn show at home just for today what the heck first time in my radio career i've done this um, i don't i don't suppose you're doing your legislating from home are you uh, senator osmeck
1: no, I am out and about uh, getting uh, supplies for the Osmic Homestead and keeping our economy moving with my cash.
2: Well done. We salute you. Senator Osmic, we'll be back with you in another couple of minutes here uh, with more questions and comments from the audience and from yours truly. Uh, get in on the fun at 651-289-4488. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot go nowhere. The fun is three quarters over and yet still barely begun
4: master pool and spa master pool and spas blowout sale save up to 33 to 65 come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price master pool and spa is minnesota's largest spa dealer we have the largest selection at unbeatable prices Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool & Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665.
3: It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain Or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over.
0: I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away.
3: But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn
0: more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> your weight is up. You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting ding just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big
4: Lou!
0: Five don't put it off
3: if you're overweight diabetic have high blood pressure
0: you gotta call big lou gotta 800-555-2085 write it down
2: 800-555-2085 am 12a the patriot northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 gonna call. join us won't you please? We're on right now with, uh, well, obviously we're on. Hopefully, if we weren't on, there'd be no point to me jabbering away. Anyway, guest this hour, Senator Dave Osmek, who, if memory serves, Senator, I believe I was supposed to be giving your renomination speech uh, this, this weekend. Was that, was that not the case? That was, that was. we
1: were hopeful that we were going
2: to get that done. Uh,
1: yeah. As it is right now, uh, the uh, the GOP is going to be holding electronic endorsing conventions for a number of, of Senate districts. Mine will be on uh, the 4th of April, uh, and we'll move on from there. It's the weirdest in convention. I've seen some weird convention seasons in my time. This one mm-hmm. tops, <laughs> tops them all.
2: I thought your first convention uh, was was one for the record books back in 2012. I believe it was 2012. This this year stands every chance of, of being a whole lot weirder, although maybe quieter at any rate. <laughs> so uh, if you have questions or comments for Senator Dave Osmick, 651-289-4488. Uh, sure, let's do it. Let's go to uh, St. Paul and John. You're on uh, with Senator Osmick. Go right ahead.
1: Hi, Senator. The governor has said that it is too late to flatten out the curve, and I see him showing the same curve that Anthony Fauci shows. But then instead of it broadening out and flattening, he simply shifts it to a later date. And then I see him on TV with PSA ads continuing to say that we need to flatten out the curve. He doesn't seem to offer rationale for why he says it's too late to flatten out the curve. I'm kind of confused. It does. Uh, You're not the only one.
2: Yeah, uh, you're not so, the so, only so, one. I,
1: yeah. It's it John, it's it's we're watching this very closely and like I said a little earlier, um my plan is to get in behind the scenes to look at some of the Epidemiology information that the governor has been using, and not to be critical of him unless criticalness is necessary, but to have an oversight, a legislative oversight on some of the some of the decisions that are being made. Because I agree with you, out of one time he says one thing, and one time he says another, and it's completely diametrically opposed. So um, I, I just want some consistency, and I think that's what's going to make minnesotans more comfortable is let's be more consistent about the messaging that we're having
2: so a question via twitter uh someone's asking if there are actually going to be any non-pandemic related bills heard during the remainder of this session i mean what's what's on the legislative agenda uh for the rest of this uh, session we're supposed to have two months to go i believe and uh is, is there really any bandwidth to talk about anything but the pandemic
1: well, be careful what you ask for, folks, because you never know. You never know what bill lurks behind what what curtains in somebody's office, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, there's some things that we can get done that are non-controversial. We have them already. Some of them moved out of committee, some of them are already on the floor. I've got an appointment to the Public Utilities Commission that we need to get uh that we need to get um through the Senate and confirmed. Um, There is going to be a bonding bill. I'm hoping that uh, we focus on infrastructure, roads and bridges, and we start to avoid the dyslexia reading rooms. And as much as I I have a niece that has dyslexia, I appreciate that. But let's focus on important things because we're going to have a big deficit, folks, a huge one. Uh, So we need to have austerity right now. Otherwise, we're going to be in serious trouble at the end of this year.
2: I was amazed, and I thought it was a sign of, of changing or perhaps somewhat parlous times that the governor actually came out as a bit of a budget hawk during his first uh, go-around at the budget a couple of weeks back here. Uh, truly, the lions are li- lying down with the lambs, at least vis-a-vis the budget and and the so-called surplus, uh, uh, Senator Osmeck. Do you expect it to last on the part of uh, Governor Waltz? I will
1: give him credit again. Uh, this is the second time I have. I have. Ge- I am giving him credit for being fiscally responsible and conservative. I know that's not a phrase that I think I've ever used to describe Tim Walls. However, um, the the future is very much up in the air, and we're not sure. I mean, there, I have a lot of different bills that I'd like to get through. I have a bill to help fire departments be able to, to have uh, extractor washers and dryers to make sure that we can get the toxic chemicals out of their uniforms uh, so that they don't get cancer and they don't get these. I I don't think that $10 million is going to materialize any more than I need. Um, But I I did, I will say this. I have received comments from people that want us to start writing checks out of the Rainy Day Fund to get more money into the Minnesota's economy. Uh, While I appreciate that thought and sending your money back to you, obviously, is the first thing I always like to do. We are too far too uncertain to what our tax collection and what it looks like next year uh, to be starting to write Jesse checks and those types of things. We have to be very careful. We've never seen this before, folks, and and being conservative is uh, is the best route right now.
2: Let's go to Inver Grove Heights. Dan joins us. Dan, you are live and on the air with Senator Dave Osment. Go right ahead. Yes, hi, Senator. Um, here's my question. And if you know the answer, the checks that are coming out of the federal government, the paper checks, do you know how they're going to be mailed, first-class certified, second-day delivery? Because I'm very concerned that they get to their intended recipient and not be uh, able to be uh, stolen by criminals who might want to try to, you know, get fake ID and steal them when it's not really their checks. Senator but Osnick, any idea on the logistics of getting all those uh, those epidemic checks to the average American?
1: Well, you're absolutely right. We should be careful. Um, this is too new for the state to know a whole lot about how these checks are being distributed. But my understanding is because the government, when you file your uh, fire income taxes and they send you your money back, if you're lucky enough to have the government owe you money, they're going to have – your uh, your account information to send you money electronically, which obviously is the best best route and the best method. Uh, second best would be mailing them, and they will, I doubt they're going to be sent certified, because that's a lot of certified costs to the post office. Um, I would think you would look in your mailbox, and by the way, they are going to be means tested, so uh, I have to go, and we're hoping to get a, a briefing on that fairly soon as far as how much and what the means level? If you're below seven, I think the number is seventy-five thousand. If that is gross or net of your taxes, um, we're going to get more information on that next week.
2: It'll be interesting to see, Senator Ozmek. Uh, what do you think we're going to be seeing coming out of the legislature over the, in the in the coming weeks here? What do you think the the most likely course is when the legislature actually does start to get its say on things, uh, especially vis-a-vis the emergency after the thirty-day uh, limit passes here?
1: Well, we're going to look very carefully at what we still need to do. Uh, we'll look at what the financial impact of the government's two trillion dollar uh, bailout uh, see what that does to the economy. Um, does it mean we have to do a sales tax holiday? Holiday that's entirely possible. Uh, do we just completely tell businesses that have been impacted, okay, well, you know, you can take your estimated taxes for one month or two months and put that in your pocket to try and help businesses stay afloat is that an option maybe i do know that we want to do a bonding bill but it needs to it cannot be this one and a half two billion dollar bonding bill austerity is going to be the word you're going to hear a lot of um but i think that's where we're going to go but um i will warn people be careful of watching for people who are you know politicians out there that are telling you to be you know hold hands and calm down and and put out fluffy messages. Folks, this is a real important situation. We don't need vapid Facebook posts and, and, and yeah. Facebook things. Folks, Minnesotans are smart, and we don't need to treat them as children. Stay safe, stay calm, stay six feet apart. We're going to get through this just fine.
2: Any word on a Minnesota State strategic toilet paper reserve for the next panic, uh, Senator <laughs> Rosmack?
1: Well, uh, well, I know where some of it could go. Uh, there's some people in St. Paul that certainly could use it. <laughs>
2: but, <no. laughs> Absolutely. Senator Rosmack, a pleasure as always. Thanks for coming on on this gorgeous, well, somewhat Scottish Saturday afternoon. We'll have to do this again sometime. We'll stay in touch, okay? Stay
1: safe. See you later.
2: You bet. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Senator Dave Osmeck, thanks, as always. Uh, One more segment to go. Give us a call if you're of such a mind. 651-289-4488 the number to call. We never sleep. Well, okay, we do. But we're here live every Saturday. That's the important part. Be right back. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
4: master pool and spa master pool and spas blowout sale save up to 33 to 65 percent. come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price master pool and spa is minnesota's largest spa dealer we have the largest selection at unbeatable prices drive a little and save a lot some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good master pool and spas blowout sale this is your chance to save big save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool & Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665.
3: Is immune support on your mind these days? Quantum Nutrition Labs is here to help. While supplies last, a wide variety of high-quality, immune-focused supplements are 20% off, including vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D3. Now is a great time to stock up on the items you'll want to keep on hand, ready to use when you need them. Call 888 588 7578 to speak with our highly trained nutritional consultants. That's 888 888- 588 588 7578 or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's qnlabs.com.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, PhD host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise nutrition that really works.
1: Need quotes on roofing, siding, or windows, but don't want several salespeople trouncing through your home? Well, just a few pictures from you and a short phone call with me, and I'll email you three competing quotes on any brand from three trusted local contractors. Set up a virtual appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com.
3: Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM
2: 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call to join us, and I hope you will. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N-Show, or today, Narn Show from home, if you prefer. They all work. We'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. Either way, operators are standing by. Don't forget, Brad Carlson coming up at 1 o'clock till 3 o'clock tomorrow. Also, I believe, I'm almost certain, live from, uh, from his home. So uh, stay tuned out there for, for basically the entire Northern Alliance Radio Network, live, direct, and from the comfort of our own home, where many of us are at this time of, uh, at this time of the pandemic. Let's uh, go back to the phones in Zimmerman. Al, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Oh hi! I really enjoyed your segment
1: with the senator, me and too. I just had to say uh, I kind of wanted to thank you for straightening me out a couple of weeks ago. I well. was uh, repeating repeating a bunch of uh, internet garbage on the virus, and you kind of straightened me out. And uh, I just wanted to mention that the only people I'm listening to right now are the president, and I hate to say it, but I think Tim Walls is doing a fairly good response.
2: You know, and, uh, I, I, will, I will join with Senator Osbeck in giving credit where it's due. He's, uh, he's, he's doing an okay job so far. Now, I mean, I say okay, I say he's doing a good job so far. That being said, uh, they're all, government is always looking for a way to extend its power. He is a dfl and that's not to take anything away from the fact that I think he is doing what needs to be done so far but government needs to be held accountable. And as Senator Osmek points out, that's what the legislature is there for. He has 30 days of uh, fairly uh, open-ended emergency power. And after that, things start to get real for the governor. Uh, we'll see how that goes here. And of course, it's important to keep this in mind because we, I, I've pointed it out. Senator Osmek points it out. I'll do it again. One of the Democrats' motto was, was put out there years ago by Rahm Emanuel, never waste a crisis. Americans are a little bit distracted these days. The epidemic and the fallout in the economy that's come from it are pretty much front and center for all of us. And if you're a weasel, that's perfect cover. Well, uh, Georgia Democrat Congressman Hank Johnson is a weasel. He's introducing a bill in the United States House that pretty much doubles as an encyclopedia for every single Democrat hope and dream when it comes to gun control. Banning whole classes of weapons, minimum ages, universal registration at the federal level, red flag gun confiscation laws, age limits, purchase limits, ammunition restrictions, bans of vast classes of weapons, and, and uh, monthly uh, annual purchase limits. Pretty much everything that's been on uh, magazine size restrictions, that as well. Pretty much everything that's been on the left's agenda uh, is out there. Senator Hank Johnson, weasel Democrat from Georgia, using the crisis to try and extend government gun control. But it's not just gun control here, folks. One of the reasons that that I, along with a fair number of conservatives, especially here in the cities, are agitating against government takeovers of public utilities, especially the essential public utilities, is because it is a power that government can misuse, it's a government that it's a power that government can use to oppress. Case in point this past week, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti announced that the city is preparing to launch enforcement efforts against non essential businesses that have remained open, starting with a warning. Those that remain warning will face misdemeanor penalties, citations, fines, and the possibility of the city water and power shutting off utility service said the mayor. Garcetti said most non-essential businesses in the city have complied with the orders to close, but if you have not, you know who you are, said Garcetti. You need to stop it. And just in case they try too hard to maintain their economic viability, well, the city has the means to shut them down power-wise, water-wise, the whole works. This is what happens when government takes over power. And this government taking excessive power and taking it too seriously costs lives. Story that came out uh late, earlier today uh the uh the uh the governor of Michigan is taking criticism uh vast criticism in fact, for uh basically getting in the way. Uh, using her regulatory wand with just a little too much capriciousness. Uh, this from the Detroit News today. The coronavirus is a significant threat, um, but the and and of course it's it's taking off in Michigan right now. Uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer uh, has been jumping squarely in the path of trying out uh, any sort of uh, of uh, alternative treatments. For the coronavirus, uh, most uh, directly, placonil, which is another term for hydroxychloroquine, and ZPAC, which is a form of erythromy- azithromycin, rather, that uh, is an antibiotic that helps accelerate the uh, functioning of hydroxychloroquine. So what's going on? Well, the governor is, is flexing her political and regulatory muscles to make sure that this uh, remedy doesn't get out to doctors uh, she's basically standing in the way of of anybody uh, attempt uh, to, to to according to the Detroit Press. If you live in Michigan and you are a loved one or infected with a potentially lethal virus, you're out of luck. Governor Whitmer's Department of Licensing and Regular Affairs literally threatened all doctors and pharmacists in the state who prescribe or dispense hydroxychloroquine to to treat COVID nineteen. The agency's March twenty fourth letter last Tuesday warns physicians and pharmacists of professional consequences, i.e. getting shut down by the state, for the prescription of hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine in general, Uh, beyond the rational recommendation against hoarding as production of this medication needs to be ramped up and brought to the United States. The letter deviates into open threats of administrative action against the license of doctors that prescribe hydroxychloroquine. In other words attempting to shut down, to squat on, to extinguish the careers of doctors that, and I will stress this, try and help their patients. Try and use a a treatment that has some clinical literature in support of it to, and this is rather important, save lives. By the way, the letter also instructs pharmacists to ignore physician orders for the medication Due to the debate over a pharmacist's right to refuse to fill medications that go against religious beliefs, this could place pharmacists in the unprecedented, unprecedented uh, the brand new position of being told that they have to fill prescriptions that violate their conscientious uh, religious beliefs, but they must not fill prescriptions to treat COVID 19. You're required to kill babies. You're required to let patients die without a whimper. And even worse, according to the Detroit, Detroit press, The letter indicates healthcare providers are, quote, required to report their fellow physicians who are describing their uh, the medications. These draconian measures carry ominous Gestapo, NKVD, KGB, Stasi, like overtones of neighbors reporting on neighbors to the authorities. This is big government in action. Thankfully, we've seen nothing like this so far from Governor Waltz. We'll see. Time will tell. Government likes to seize power. That's what it does. By the way, stories coming out, it's in this case, in Think Magazine, coronavirus testing delays are caused by what? By Orange Man? By Donald Trump and conservatives' de- detesting of, of government? Nah, It's the coronavirus uh, testing delays caused by red tape bureaucracy and scorn for private companies. People invariably on the left who believe that government is the home of all uh, of all of all worthwhile trustworthy creations, chaos, disorganization, this is from Think magazine by the way, uh, and cluelessness describe the current state of COVID-19 testing. Rigid federal regulatory regime that fails to make use of the innovation, flexible uh, flexibility and speed of the private sector is largely if not exclusively to blame. Testing is essential But the Food and Drug Administration has made a habit of shooting down uh, potential testing solutions that come from the private sector, even though the private sector is a sector that has the flexibility and the motivation to actually work fast on the job here, folks. Big government kills. By the way, another uh, response of big government to the uh, crisis, It, 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 it bodes, I think, ill For Democrats, over the past couple of days, we've seen responses from people in rural areas in upstate New York, Martha's Vineyard, rural Massachusetts, getting a little upset by urbanites from Boston, New York, and uh, D.C. fleeing the cities to their communities, uh, sometimes offering social media threats. Uh, to anybody who uh, carpet bags from the big city out to the country, bringing the diseases with them. Boy, if only they got that concerned about people bringing their politics. Nonetheless, uh, the governor of Rhode Island has is taken it a step further, uh, promising to send the police, the National Guard, and all the full authority of the state to find New Yorkers who are fleeing to Rhode Island, seeking refuge from the coronavirus, uh, basically trying to force them to leave the state or force them into a 14-day curfew. So for the benefit of all of you who, uh, uh, whose plan for reacting to a crisis is to bug out, flee the city, and head to the country, sometimes the country doesn't want you. Think ahead. Do your panic in, adva- in advance next time. Thanks for joining us live from home. See you next week. God bless you all. Stay healthy. God bless America.
5: I'm Jan Hill helping you understand the times.
3: I have been a Wisconsin kindergarten teacher for 31 years. I am a Christian and a conservative. I am a Bible believer. I really like Scott Walker. Several years ago, we began a curriculum that was to promote tolerance and acceptance of supposedly all people, but in the end, its focus is the normalization of LGBTQ agendas.
5: Some school districts in California require students in kindergarten through fifth grade to learn about the contributions of LGBT individuals in history curriculum. And many parents are upset because there's no opt out for their children. This is what happens when radicals are in control of the education machine in America. That's the agenda indoctrinate kids at the youngest of age to condition them against God, parents, and the church. Let's be salt and light and delay this decay. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olive treeviews.org.
0: Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, Your Smart Speaker, or with iHeart, Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. It pays to be kind when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter. So go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. You can be rewarded for simple
3: acts of kindness. Keep on loving Smoked chicken pulled and tender, sauce to delight, twenty one forty one Cliff Road in Egan and at RackshackBarbecue.com. Get that Rackshack
2: attack. Rackshack Barbecue. Yeah. AM twelve eighty.